Merry almost Christmas, everyone. For some reason, I am just envisioning you listening to this while you are locked in your room wrapping Christmas presents and drinking your third cup of coffee for the day. I know that you are in the thick of the holiday hustle and bustle right now, so today's episode is going to be light. I am going to be breaking down how we did on our own holiday budget this year. Everything from gifts to experiences to travel, lots went well, but I'll also be sharing something that I felt like I would love to do differently next year, something that may be didn't go as planned. You've probably already figured out I like to share the good, the bad, and the ugly. So without further ado, let's get into it. Hey friend, welcome to Money Mindful Moms. I'm Krista Nalgian, wife and mom, and firm believer that moms with money skills will change the world. I know that you are sick of feeling limited by money, but you also don't want to wait until your kids are older to be able to do fun experiences with them. You want to find a way to transform your relationship with money once and for all. If you're ready to ditch debt, have overflow at the end of each month, and be able to spend money on what's most important to you, you're in the right place. Pop in those earbuds, go reheat your coffee, it's time to dive in. So here we are, less than a week away from Christmas. How many of you are just now starting to shop? I saw an Instagram reel the other day where the mom was saying that she purposefully waits until less than a week from Christmas to start her Christmas shopping because she doesn't want her kids to change their interests right before and she shopped early and then now she has to return all those gifts and get something that they do want. And I have never related to anything more. The years that I tried to be super on top of things and get my shopping done a couple of months before, my son would just decide that he no longer liked dinosaurs or he no longer liked snakes or whatever he was into that year. So while I didn't wait as long as that lady from The Real, uh, I definitely waited a little longer this year than I normally do to finish up. So let's break it all down. I will have a blog post up with a full breakdown on what we spent on Christmas this year, which by the way, did you know that I have a blog? Yes, if you are an OG Money Mindful Moms follower, then you know that was the very first thing I did when I wanted to start this back in 2017. So if you scroll back on the blog, you can find some interesting initial posts. I was really trying, you guys, okay? I was bootstrapping it, okay? But each year, I try to put a post where we break down our spending over the holidays, and there will be one up there again this year. If you just go to moneymindfulmoms.com, you can check it out and binge any other posts that you might find helpful on there as well. Okay, so let's start with our biggest expense this year, and that is gifts. I have to say, I think we did a really good job keeping it super tight this year. I got creative, y'all, and a few things that helped me keep the cost down this year. The first thing was in my direct selling business, essentially you can earn points for your sales and then spend them on a wide variety of items. And this is in addition to your profit. This is just like an incentive thing. Um, They have home stuff, clothes, kids stuff. So this year I used my points to get gifts for nieces and nephews. 
So actually, I came out of pocket almost zero dollars for nieces and nephews this year, and I think they got some pretty good stuff. I was able to pick out, they had some like Melissa and Doug toys, some craft kits, there's some books, there's some really good stuff. And although I did work to earn the points to use, I didn't have to come out of pocket, so that felt like a big win to cross those names off of the list without having to swipe my card. Another thing that I did this year was with my youngest child, with the exception of the stuff in her stocking, every other gift that she's getting this year was handed down to us from a friend throughout the year, and I stuck it up in the closet. I have a bin for it, and I am giving her those things as Christmas gifts because they are honestly practically new, and they're really nice things. And so if I could give any parent of young kids one money-saving tip for Christmas, it would be to do this. When I had my first child and money was tight, I really wish that I would have done this. Honestly, they're just too little to understand, and they don't care if something is brand new. So have no shame in giving used gifts to your little one. They're just as happy to have something new to them to play with. And I mentioned this last year on my Instagram account, and a friend reached out to me letting me know that it helped her think a new thought about Christmas for her two young children, and she was able to get all of her gifts for her two young kids for a total of $10. $10 total out the door for all the gifts. Hello. Okay, she found people giving away things for free on Marketplace that were in like new condition. She snagged those and was able to divert her budget towards things that were more important to her, frankly. And that's such a huge win, if you ask me. Another thing that we have done before and I've shared here on the podcast is that we cashed out our credits from Ohm Connect, which is a company that will reward you for saving energy during peak times. So all year long, we participate in what they call Ohm Hours, which is just times that they predict a lot of people will be using energy in your area. For us, it's typically the hot summer months. And if you meet the energy reduction goal that they have for you, you earn points. And so what we do is we wait all year long and then we cash them out for an Amazon gift card and we use it on Christmas. In the past, we had a lot more, but honestly, I wasn't very diligent about the Ohm Hours this year. But still, I think we ended up with about a $65 Amazon gift card once we cashed it out. And I put that towards gifts for this year. And I'll put a link in the show notes too if you want to check them out and see if it's available in your area. Um, like I said, it's it's not huge, but if you wait all year long and then you cash it out, it's kind of nice to just have that extra to put towards your holiday budget. And then lastly, I did something that I have never in my life done before. <laughs> I got a seasonal part-time job at a kid's clothing store. I have never worked retail before. It is not for the faint of heart, that's for sure. Let's just say that I don't believe that I have missed my calling. You do not have to worry about me ditching this podcast to pursue a career change in retail. Even my manager told me that I'm not great at neatly putting clothes into shopping bags, and she is not wrong at all. But I saw it as a really good opportunity to make a few extra bucks over the holidays, and I got a great discount on something that my kids need, which is clothes. And when I was considering getting a seasonal job, I didn't want to be tempted to buy things that we didn't need because I was working there. But my kids did need clothing items, 
and needed some things for Christmas that I could get there at the store. So I waited for them to be on the biggest sale that they were at the store. Plus then I added in my employee discount and I was able to get my kids and some nieces and nephews, some really great clothes for Christmas at a really good price. So those were some things that I did this year to keep our spending on gifts pretty low. Like I mentioned earlier, you can find a full break breakdown of this on my blog, but our total spending on gifts this year ended up being $414, which includes gifts for our kids, their stockings, their Christmas Eve gift that we give to them every year, um, all of our nieces and nephews, teacher gifts, everyone. And I guess you could even take $65 off of that number if I wanted to like be specific because of that Amazon gift card that we got for cashing out on the Ohm Hour points. But $414 is what we spent on gifts. Now let's talk about travel. I'm going to count this as a loss this year, not because we overspent, but because as much as we wanted to travel this year, we just weren't able to make it work in our budget. We wanted to be able to travel to go visit some of my husband's family, but for all five of us to go, it just was more than we can make work, which was such a huge bummer. So for travel this year, we spent $0, short and sweet. There's not really much to report there. Um, but hopefully next year that will look different. That is something that I want to change for next year. Now let's talk about experiences. In keeping with our goal of spending little this year without our kids missing out, we really leaned heavily into doing all of the free things that were available to us in terms of family experiences. We went to multiple Christmas tree lightings and parades in our area. We visited a local neighborhood that really goes all out for Christmas decorations. You park and walk around. We did all the things together at home, baking, watching movies, driving around our own neighborhood to look at Christmas lights, all of those things. But At the time I'm recording this, we still have some time until the end of the holiday season. So even though we haven't spent any money yet on experiences, I do foresee us doing some things after Christmas during the school break that we want to budget for. So I'm going to be setting aside $100 for that and still be keeping my eye out for all of the free things that we can do together as a family. So we're going to say $100 even though we haven't spent that yet. As far as holiday parties go, we're not hosting anything this year, and the only parties that we're attending this year are potluck-style events. So we're bringing a dish, so I guess there is that expense there, but I don't really consider it to be an expense because other people are bringing dishes that we're eating, and like we have to eat dinner anyways, you know, so it's not really an additional expense. So we're going to say that this category is $0 as well. If I were hosting, though, and I had spent money for that, or if we needed to contribute something else to a party, or if I like bought an outfit for a work party or something, I would have definitely included that here, but we didn't have any of that, so $0 here as well. So if you are keeping track, that brings us to a whopping total of $514 altogether for our holiday spending this year. Phew. Okay. That felt like a lot to get through. Um, but that's where we landed. Um, some great things, some things that I would want to do differently next year for sure. But overall, I feel like we achieved our goal of keeping our budget 
tight without missing out on the things that mattered most to us. And at the end of the day, isn't that what it's all about? Isn't that what we're here to do? It's to spend little and live big. Like that's literally on my podcast art, you guys. All right. So that's what I have for you today. I wish you all a very Merry Christmas. I hope you're able to spend some quality time with your families. And I hope that when you guys come back for the next episode, you are ready to switch it into high gear because we have a lot to cover, friends. We have so much that is in front of us for the next year. And I'm just excited to be along for the ride with you all. I'll see you back here next time. If this podcast episode encouraged you, would you take just two minutes to rate and review the show? It really is the best way that you can say thank you. And while you're at it, take a screenshot of this episode and post it on Instagram. Tag me in it because I would love to hear from you. It really is the best way that we can get the word out to other moms who could use some encouragement. I will see you back here real soon. Be blessed and have a powerful day.